On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hey there, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. This is Victoria, and I am so happy that you are here. And by the way, if you happen to be listening on Thanksgiving Day, I would say to you, Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in. Today on the show, you're going to meet Shelby Horn. She's a master coach at Bridge for Recovery. And Shelby teaches loving journey courses. They're digital and sometimes face-to-face courses that equip you with the tools you need to stay balanced, practice self-care, improve your relationships, and seek God during your journey. I invited her on the show to actually chat about Thanksgiving and gratitude. And you're just going to love this episode, guaranteed. Especially if you struggle with the holidays. Maybe you you know, have to do a lot of traveling. Maybe you're going to multiple houses. You have to share your kids. Maybe you're even alone. One of my favorite parts of the whole conversation we had was when Shelby talked about listening to God and walking with Him during those lonely times. It was such a good nugget of advice to keep my eyes off myself and to put them firmly on God. We also chatted about the importance of staying present in the moment, something personally I'm trying so hard to practice myself these days. And We actually talked considerably longer, and if you want to see the entire video interview, head on over to the Choose to Think Inspirational podcast channel on YouTube. Also, I have two more bonuses to share with you, but all of these links are in the show notes. So what you're listening to today is an abbreviated portion of the entire episode, which is available in video on YouTube. Now, since it's Thanksgiving, and this is one of the bonuses, please snag your free copy of the Ultimate Gratitude Guide. It is 37 pages chock full of printables, all kinds of inspirational sayings, printable bookmarks, a journal template, a gratitude wheel to help remind you you daily of your many blessings. And the second bonus is I'd love for you to snag the entire introduction to my devotional books. And I will say... Okay, I'm running a tad bit behind schedule on the publication, but it should be available soon, like within the next week or so. But in the meantime, I wanted to give you a sneak peek into what's inside the book. So again, all you have to do is actually uh, click on the link in the show notes, or if you're listening on YouTube, it's there on the in the description, the video description. And I do talk a little bit more about the devotional toward the end of this episode. And if this is your first time here, you might be interested to know that I'm a certified life coach. I help women gain clarity and focus. And my real jam is helping you to identify and eradicate all measures of toxic thoughts and harmful thought patterns. 
And get this, I offer a free 60-minute thought strategy session just as a starting point or as like a point of contact for more coaching sessions. I mean, it can be a once and done or you can keep working with me if you'd like. You can read what one participant said about her free session on my website at choosetothink.co. Yes, that's .co. And I absolutely love these sessions, but please hurry because each month I only conduct three free sessions and I would love to connect with you. Okay, so let's get on with the show where we drop in mid-conversation as Shelby defines gratitude and thanksgiving from one of the workbooks that she uses in her Loving Journey courses. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful. It's the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness as defined in the Oxford dictionaries. Gratitude is one of the quickest ways to connect with your love bridge, which is to to stay in balance and get back in the present moment. Uh, When you focus on what is positive in your life, that gives you the ability to connect to, to that present moment or that love bridge. Uh, and all the other spiritual practices that we've learned in in 101. There are many benefits of having an attitude of gratitude. There's a sense of abundance, a sense of an open heart, feelings of appreciation, peacefulness, relaxation, the feeling of connection, and presence. And those are all just a few of the feelings that you get when you, when you really focus on gratitude. And, you know, one of the things that, that, that goes through my mind is, you know, what am I, what am I grateful for right now? What am I thankful for right now? And, you know, there's so many things and, and I want to just touch on what you said before, Victoria, you know, all the things that are so, we say so nonchalantly, they're big. Those are the building blocks of life. I mean, our home, our health, our God, uh, and that's number one, and our family, and, and, and are they all doing okay? Maybe not, but do we love them anyway? Absolutely. And do we stand in love for them? And do we pray for them? Absolutely. Do we try to keep our boundaries? So a lot of, a lot of times their mess don't splash over on us. Absolutely. But we love them anyway. We stand in love for them. Being thankful is, you know, I look back at my life so, so often and I'm just like, wow, God, you really did it. You like, I don't know how you did it, but man, you just worked that right out. You know, it's like he goes before me. He goes before me. And and that's what we pray. You know, just go before me, you know, light my path. When I mess up, get me back in line. Yeah. You know, the phenomenal thing about being grateful and thankful is that when we acknowledge those things for which we're grateful or people or whatever it might be. We could all make our own lists. Many of us keep gratitude journals and we say, okay, at the end of every day, I'm going to write three things for which I'm grateful. And you just can't repeat them. 
because you know you can't just say I'm grateful for God, my family, and right, even right. though those are true, maybe just be a little bit more detailed or right. um, just maybe notice something else. But that's what happens with our brains when we begin to actually repeatedly think about and articulate and write down exactly why we're grateful. The most interesting hap thing happens. We then begin looking for ways during our day, looking for ways in which to be grateful and for things for which to be thankful. It, we engage our brain in that right, and our right. brain wants to find those ways. And it's like, we're training our, our brains to do that. And it's a, such a good practice to, you know, to do that. So. Yes. I always say what you focus on is what grows. Yeah. So you can focus on what you're grateful for and, or you can focus on what is a problem or an issue at that time. Mm -hmm. And, and you, and it's going to grow, you know, when I focus on the love for my son, which is sometimes challenging, you know, that grows and, and I become more and more grateful for him and, and appreciate him and appreciate the qualities in him. So therefore it's easier to stand in love and pray for him, really from the heart, pray for him. Gratitude and being thankful is to me, one of the biggest, biggest things in life is just being so thankful, being yes. so thankful and Absolutely. And you look at the Bible all the times, at least in the Psalms, as David is writing and he's like, praise the Lord, praise God. Yes. It That kind of positioning as we are Christian people, Christian individuals, we have the Lord, but praising him takes us to this level of trust and increases our faith. Because we are going to focus and keep that our eyes on Jesus, the yes. author and perfecter of our faith. And suddenly everything else can kind of just, you know, the dust will settle over here because we're going to praise God, whether it's the storm or whether it's, you know, smooth sailing. And you learn to do that. The more you praise, the more you want to praise because yes. it's a, there's an elevation there. And I think you, our, our cries just reach the throne of God because we're, we're just so enamored by him and so grateful and thankful for all that he does. And being intentionally gratitude, grateful and thankful, it does cause something in our brains. I know you've got a quote there about, can you find that Shelby, about the hormones that are released in your brain, like the serotonin and um exactly what's going on in your brain if we think oh it's good to to be thankful and grateful but literally physiologically that kind of gratitude and thankfulness is when we express that and show that it's literally causing reactions inside of us that are so overwhelmingly positive and we can get into the habit of that. So go ahead, Shelby. Right. That sense of gratitude toward yourself can be as simple as feeling grateful for your breath. The more you focus on gratitude for anything, the body will respond by releasing positive neurotransmitters such as serotonin, oxytocin, 
and dopamine, which enhance the feeling of bliss and contentment in your brain. Therefore, gratitude enhances the body and mind in many positive ways. Yes. Yes. yes, Not not only do other people receive the, the benefit of even how we treat them, but it's also so beneficial to ourselves in deep and meaningful ways. And so now, Shelby, I want to talk about navigating the holidays or Thanksgiving. And we are thankful for our families, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily easy. Right. Maybe we're alone on Thanksgiving. Maybe we are, the whole world is celebrating Thanksgiving and there's pumpkin pie and someone's, you know, getting the turkey out and everyone's making memories and the parade is on the TV and they're festive conversations and connections that are going on, but not for us. We're at our homes or in our apartments and maybe we don't live close to our family. Maybe we have, maybe we're estranged from our family. Maybe our children, you know, are wherever in the world and we don't get the actual human connection. Maybe we have to do it through FaceTime or Zoom or Skype maybe a thousand things that could really, really, really bring us down. Do you have any, and this sounds more like an interview now, a, a little bit more like an interview, Shelby, but, but I, you're an expert and, and I'm, I'm having this, I'm like, okay, I've got to find this thing, this out, because I know there's a listener wondering that, like, hey, that's good to say, yeah, I'm grateful for my family, but guess what? On Thanksgiving day and Black Friday, I don't have anybody to go shopping with. Or, you know, I'm not having a great getaway on Thanksgiving weekend. And so what, what are there tools to handle that kind of scenario where we were, you know, or even if we're with our family, but maybe there are some sticky moments there, or, you know, there's Uncle Joe over there who's doing this and all that stuff. How do we handle the, the holidays? Any thoughts on that? Well, I think when you said the Uncle Joe or whatever, uh, you know, I think I think for most of us, we we all have that person in our family unit. And, you know, when you think about getting together with everybody, you're, you know, automatically instead of thinking about, oh, this is going to be great to be with all these people. We think about, oh, but what if, you know, what if that person says something that's going to be offensive or you know, there's, there's a harmony that's created with all these people, but then when you put this other person in there, that harmony is kind of dispersed. And, and so often we think about the negative part instead of the, you know, all the loving memories that we're going to make. And, um, you know, and, and that's one scenario. And, and the only thing I can say there is, you know, for me anyway, is being present in the moment, you know, just embracing all the good memories that you can embrace. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other scenario that you that you talked about was, what if you are alone? And, and what if your family lives far away? Or what if they don't invite you? Mm. Um, you know, the one thing that that I try to rely on for me is I'm never alone. I'm never alone. You know, he is but 
a whisper away. And, you know, it's all a matter of, I think, like what you said before, is what we focus on. You know, we can focus on, oh my gosh, you know, self-pity or, or, or grief because we've lost family members or we can focus on um, other things besides the fact that we do have something to eat. We might be eaten by ourselves, but we do have food to eat. We have something to drink. We have a roof over our head and we have God there just waiting for our attention. And, and and that is that's yummy just in itself, you know, just having God time and, and so often he will facilitate things to where there's not other people around to distract us. So he can have our individual attention. And and maybe that's on Thanksgiving or maybe that's through the other holidays. But he certainly, um, he enjoys our company. He's, he, he created us as, as, so we can commune with him and he can commune with us. But so often we, we have such busy lives that, you know, we'll send up a prayer here and there to him of what we want him to do for us but we don't have time to listen to what he's saying to us. Mm-hmm. And I think that is most, most important. Uh, you know, God, what are you telling me today? What do you want me to hear? Uh, what's, your, what's your message for me? Do you want to just, you know, walk together? I don't know if that answers. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Those are those are so such personal moments that, you know, just taking the time to just be with him is so important. Well, I'll tell you also, Shelby, a kind of a sticky point for me, and I know it is for other families too, other moms, is that sometimes we don't want to share our kids. We have adult children and our adult children get married. Yes. So their spouses have parents and grandparents and siblings. And it's like, oh, all these traditions we've had for all these years, how on earth are we going to do that? What do you mean you're not coming to Thanksgiving? Or what do you mean you won't be there at our, our you're always there on this thing? And yeah, and or, or, just, or you're just going to give me an hour and you might already be full. That's right. Yeah, you're only going to give me an hour. What you ate before, before our yeah. meal, and you're not going to eat it. Oh my goodness. And I had to, and my kids will hold me to this because we have a saying now. I created this saying. You may have even seen it years ago. I made a little, you know, I love to create little designs and put up on Facebook or whatever. And it's every day is Thanksgiving. And what I meant by that is we so take a calendar day and we give it so much importance and we put demands on our kids like, yeah, you've got to be here. We're eating at one. Don't you show up late. This is our thing. This is what you are because we now, of course, that's coming from love. We desire to see them, but it's also I, I think it can be for me. I think I was just selfish and and I wanted I like I just. 
I wanted that. And I don't know even how to explain it, but I think every mom knows, you know, you just, I, I want all my chicks in the same little right. nest just right. for, because it doesn't happen very often, but I got a better chance of it happening like on a holiday. So right. I don't want to give those up. And, but I had to start, I wanted my children to be free from that. I want them to enjoy their holidays with whomever and to have fun when they're there, not worried about, yeah, we got to leave in two hours and get over to mom's house. And, and just that, to add that to their day. Now I, I worked really hard on that because it's, I could still feel it rising up that, that I want them. And maybe we have to do something alternative. Um, you know, just some like another day. If it's not going to be Thursday for Thanksgiving, maybe we'll do Wednesday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday, or there's got to be some wiggle room in there for that. And to me, if every day is Thanksgiving, what about all of the times I'm with any one of my children? Can I not relish and in, in that moment? You talk about being present and thankfulness when in, in the moment, can I not, isn't that Thanksgiving when I can give thanks for being with my kids on a Friday night when we do Friday family, isn't that, isn't that good enough because we are not guaranteed tomorrow. We're filming this before Thanksgiving. Who knows what will happen before? We're not guaranteed anything. So right. can you can you speak a little bit to the notion of, of how being thankful and being present and having that gratitude in the moment, what does that all mean? How do we actually do that? Being present in the moment is, is like you said, just being thankful for when you do have that moment and um, relishing that moment, um, every moment, because, you know, it, life is but a breath away, you know, I mean, for each one of us, you never know when that's going to happen, and, and we're given all these moments to just experience, and, and to, to walk through, and when we, when we have our mind or we put our focus or our attention on past years or past events in the past or in the future, you know, when we focus on, we're not focusing on the present moment and that present moment will be gone. And, and then we'll have another present moment. And, um, and it's a matter of just really cherishing that, that particular moment that we're allowed to live in right now. And, um, and the only other thing that I would, would, would add to, to the scenario about our kids, and absolutely we want our, our kids and our chicks right here. You know, it's like a little nest here that, that we wanna feel again that they're all here under our feathers but so often we have expectations of others and and those expectations that we have when when other people don't live up to those expectations then we have the audacity to be upset at them when in fact there are expectations and, so, and sometimes we don't even express those. We just assume that they know. 
And, uh, and, you know, and we get upset when they don't fulfill or satisfy our expectations that we have. So, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to learn and trying to practice is releasing those expectations and, you know, they're mine and just allowing people the freedom to do and be like you said, for Thanksgiving, you know, why put stress on, on our children when it's unnecessary? We know they love us. Yes. And that's what's so important. You know, I know without a doubt that my two sons and my daughter loves me dearly. Yeah. If they were not with me on Thanksgiving, you know, then do I know that if push come to shove, if they would be there with me, and that's a saying my grandmother used to use, um, I know they would. I know they would be right there for me. And I think that's the grounding. That's the unconditional love. And unconditional love is so big. And so, you know, it's, it's I'm going to love you anyway, regardless. And, and that's how God loves us. Yes. You know, I know he's up there smiling at times thinking, look at her. How many times is she going to hit her head against the wall and think she's going to get a different outcome? You know, that's just who he is. He's probably smiling, thinking, okay, I keep telling her she's not listening. But, um, you know, and we can see that with our kids and, and we love them anyway. We love them anyway. Right. And for that, for that, that unconditional love is, is so big and, and so much to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. So much to be thankful for. Yeah. When we start giving it out, then it comes back. Yeah. Amen to that. And I think that, you know, on the podcast, we talk so much about our thoughts. And so when we're, when we find ourselves starting to come into these this holiday season and we're looking around and it seems like okay the jing the bells are jingling and everybody's connected and having such a great time and life is rosy for them and the hallmark movies that were mentioned a moment ago all, all of that is you know this kind of all the hype and everything like that and and maybe we're just not feeling it and we're we're sometimes it's like the whole Instagram thing, you know, the more you look at social media, the lower you go in your mood. And so the same thing can kind of happen with the holidays. I think the more we're looking at other people and media and all this and thinking everybody's having such a good time and we're not, it just, we go lower and we elevate what we see. And compare ourselves to them. Exactly. And think they, what we think they're doing. Exactly. And we're so many assumptions there, but but the, the, and the point I was, I want to make is that it, when we notice that our thoughts that we're starting to ruminate a little bit more on, on comparison and, you know, that kind of really snaggy feelings with our kids and that, you know, those like, well, I want them at my house. And, you know, what you said a moment ago was, I know my children love me. And what we can do as far as practically speaking is just use a simple statement like that, engage our brains with such a truthful statement. I know my children love me. And that may be enough to 
you know, open the, the valve a little bit and let some of that stress out, let that anxiety or whatever that is out because we're focusing on the truth. God, you love me. Thank you so much for your love and all that you've done. I'm so grateful for my children. I know they love me. This holiday is a calendar year and I'm so grateful that I'll get to see three of them and I'll get to see the other family on another day or where there's always a way to, to reframe something that to make it meaningful, truthful, and filled with thankfulness and gratitude. And so I think that is just so helpful. Another thing I think we can do practically speaking is look out for ways to serve. And it may mean that you have to start new traditions. If your children don't come on Christmas day anymore or Thanksgiving day anymore, because they're at the, at the in-laws houses, so to speak, or at another grandparents house, whatever it may be, maybe that's a good time to ask God to help you create new traditions on your own. Maybe you work the soup kitchen that day. Maybe you do caregiving at a local, uh, you know, uh, nursing home. There are so many things that we could do that would, that you know, would allow you to start just a new tradition and kind of combat some of the 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 other feelings that kind of bring you down. Do you does do you think that's true too, Shelby? Oh, I I, I certainly think that's true. I mean. You give and then you receive. I mean, it's the flow of life, giving and receiving, and it's a matter of what you give. If you give from a heart of, I want to bring joy or I want to bring um, peace or, or I want to bring food to this neighbor, um, if, if you operate in that mode, then um, I think that choose to think is so important uh, in in, in all of those things, we get so much pleasure from giving. And especially if people receive what we give. And that's, I mean, that's what God did. He gave his son. Mm. And, you know, and it's up to us to receive that. So, you know, absolutely. I, I agree wholeheartedly. If you go you know, when I lived, I lived in Phoenix quite a few years ago, and, you know, my family wasn't around my brothers and sisters and so forth. So, um, you know, me and my children that were small at that time, we did go down and work in a soup kitchen and, and served and, and, and it really, it taught them, um, because they really enjoyed it, um, because they could see how, how that meant so much to people that didn't get much food during the year and it helped them to feel more gratitude um, for what they did have so i think that's that's very very important Absolutely. i think it lightens the load a little bit too and it keeps our eyes mm -hmm. off of ourselves because i don't think there's one person alive who's not felt alone or sad grieving during a, a festive holiday season we've all been there and yes. it's yes. not often it's not pleasant but as someone who's in the choose to think business I can tell you for a fact in my experience I have I have learned the discipline of taking my thoughts captive 
the ones that are leading me in the wrong direction, the ones that lead me to a dark place, those thoughts that are, they may not be, you know, like super toxic, but they're not really good for me or healthy, or they're going to, they're borderline. Um, you know, it's almost like a domino effect. Once I get one going, then another goes in and then before I know it, boom, boom, boom. And here I am. Yeah. It feeds uh, on it. Yeah, it does. It feeds on it. And so if we can start from the very beginning and say, wow, I'm feeling a little apprehensive about this gathering that's coming up. So I'm going to equip myself with some grateful and thankful thoughts. Yes, maybe Uncle Joe's over here and he says, oh, same old Uncle Joe self, but I'm going to focus on, I'm going to picture this setting and I'm going to verbalize that. Matter of fact, I had a picture of all my kids and my grandkids and all of us were there. I think even my parents and my sister and nephew were all in the picture, big family picture. And around that, I put words like freedom, unity, love, laughter. I put all these wonderful words that I wanted to, that I wanted to see and pray over them every day. And again, guess what happens as I'm praying laughter and unity and forgiveness and freedom over all this big family, I've got this big family. Then all of a sudden, when we're all together, I'm hearing laughter. We're always cutting up, but the point I'm trying to make is that my brain was on ultra sensitive mode to prove this great affirmation, this, this, these prayers that I've been having, I noticed them because I was more sensitive to them. And I I saw the, the unity and the, the fun and the, the love that was there in just new ways. And that, that was something that, that, you know, I've enjoyed doing on any kind of sticky situation or not, even just family in general, to, to pray that, to think that, to articulate, to visualize that. And then when we are together, it's so easy to find those things. It's so not that it wasn't before, but it's, it feels like it's, it intensified that and gratitude is so much the same way if we're intentional about our thoughts and praising God and thanking him for every single moment and it really could make us cry every single moment I think sometimes if I really think that right now I'm I'm on a zoom call with Shelby Horn and I'm so grateful even for that, that you would take your time to come and share and be on this show. And I really get worked up about that. And when we really stop and think about just the the smallest, even my little Rico who's lying on the floor here and hasn't barked, you know, he's conked out here. Um, We're so many things we can be grateful for. And the more we're grateful and thankful, the more grateful and thankful we become. And it is a place of, it's a mindset. And I yeah. wanna ha- I want to have that. Yes, yes, yes. And we can choose. That's the, that's the real linchpin is that we actually choose. I love what you said. I wrote it down when I was taking notes and what we focus on grows. And so if we focus on, well, my kids, my kids aren't coming or I don't get to see, you know, so-and-so or she didn't get me a gift and I got her one or 
so many things. If we focus on that, that it magnifies it and we don't leave room for people just to be human and just to be who they are. We, we suck it out. We suck it out of the air almost and don't give them an allowance for that. So what a good reminder, even just to love unconditionally, to release the outcome. I'll never forget that, Shelby. I am attributing that to you forever. Release the outcome, because when we're so focused on the outcome, where are we? We're in the future. And we right. so often we can't even control that. But when we release all of this and then just thank you, Lord, for this moment, show me where what you want me to do. Do you want me to sit and listen to you? Do you want me to go next door? Do you want me to call someone? Do you want me to write to, you know, write a list of why I'm so thankful and grateful? Do you want me to just sit in your presence and listen to praise and worship music? I mean, you know, it, it's just such a, a blessing to be able to even do those things. And we do have a choice in the matter. And that's such, it's empowering, really, that we have a choice. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you for inviting me to to experience this with you and talk about um, being thankful because that is big, big, big in my life. Yeah, me too. I think that was what really helped me pivot out of the depression stump that I was in where I was so led by my feelings and emotions. I couldn't get out of them. I was so stuck in them. But once I started with gratefulness in the smallest of ways, and once I started looking at things differently, even I would say things like, I'm so overwhelmed, I can't do my life. Well, my brain right. would say, yeah, you're so overwhelmed, you can't do your life. You're so right. overwhelmed, you can't do your, you know, it It right. just, I wanted to learn how to engage my brain even in a new way because our starts in our minds with our thoughts, but then our brain is such a good companion there. And it's like the, you know, the football team, the players, and your mind is almost like the coach saying this or that. And the players on the field are going to do this or that. So why don't I choose the, the strategy that's going to be healthy, that's going to be Christ-like, that's going to be filled with truth and, and love and life and light. You know, that's the direction I want to go. And we do have a choice for that. So thank you so much for, for popping on and just, just so kind of you to do that. And, and I appreciate you so much. And I know, is there a way that folks could reach out to you or connect with you, Shelby? www.bridge and the number four renewal.com. Then what's yours? StoryofDWalker.com or choose to think.co. That's C-O. Both of those will get you over to my website. And of course, you know, we have the podcast and I have coaching that I offer and one-on-one -on -one thought strategy sessions. I, I like to think of myself as, as someone skilled in, in really, really the art and discipline of taking thoughts captive. It's been so important to me for so many years now, and, and I've gotten really kind of good at it. I have the seven R's for for living your best thought life and as the devotional launches. That is a tool that I'm trying to pass into other people's hands to say, hey, let's you and I choose to think and, and we're gonna 
you know, I give you some, some ways, just it's a turning of your mind a little bit and a new way to think about God's truth and to meditate on what he says about our scenario. You know, what would God say about you being alone and not being, you know, with someone on thing? What does he say about that? Well, he says, hold on. What do you mean you're alone? I'm right here with you. So right. what does God say about your scenario, whatever it might be, even if you're grieving or sad because you've lost someone. And I want to be sensitive about those things yes. as well. You may have really lost, you could have lost a parent or who knows whom, someone you loved. And so, yes, the holidays are more difficult then. And I'm going to be the first one to say, grieve because yeah. we need to grieve and have that sadness. That's not quite what Shelby and I have been talking about. We've yeah, been right. talking more about just otherwise kind of maybe sticky life issues where, where we can really, where our thoughts and just the act of being grateful and thankful can make a huge difference in, in, in how we navigate and it can bring us the health and the wholeness and the life that we long for and the joy yeah. and the peace. Yeah. So, but if you're grieving, then by all means grieve. And mm -hmm. I would never say just choose to think your way through that. That sounds so harsh and that's not even, I, I you know, I would need to grieve and each person grieves differently. So that's altogether something different, but, but um, anyway, that's, you know, that's what's going on. And the, the book is, should be available and it will hopefully give you and, and others who read it and just a, a day by day, it's 365 five minute devotionals with a scripture reference and I choose affirmation, a couple of paragraphs talking about, you know, maybe a story or a practical application, some journaling reflection questions to make it really personal and to draw out the concept just a little bit more and help you go deeper. And then finally, a very transparent prayer. And it's all there in one day. And I guarantee you, even the editor of the book said, this is, it's impactful the nuances that are there in the book are and she wasn't expecting that she was trying to read it from a from a comprehension mindset but she gave the instance of, of she was driving somewhere and something happened and she's like oh yeah I'm going to choose to think a little bit differently on that so it was something that she drew home and she was able to internalize and personalize that just in a in a given second so I'm hoping that you'll find the the transformation, or at least the start of that, and that it'll be a good guide for, for you along the way. So thank you so much, Shelby. I couldn't thank, thank you, you enough. Yes. And thank you for being a mentor for me through the time that I've known you. You are, you are an awesome woman of God, and, oh. and I can't say that enough. You have impacted people's lives in such powerful ways. So thank you for who you are. Well, thank you, Shelby. You, you just had to make me cry, didn't you? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like the more I'm doing all these podcasts, I'm like, what is wrong? With me? I'm, it's like I'm crying all the time now. I don't know what's happening. I, I can't get through stuff. And you know, some of it is because, the, matter of fact, the actual episode that, that is tomorrow, um, I cried in that one too, or started to because the I was talking about the book and the privilege that I have felt I'm so grateful for that privilege you know when you're walking in your calling and in your giftings and your purpose 
your life kind of in a new way. And I just was overwhelmed in that moment as I was talking. I was just so grateful that I've had this privilege because it's really a privilege. Even to do this is such yeah. a privilege. So thank yes. you so much. And I'll go grab my tissues and go hug on Rico. That's what I'm going to do. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. Thank you so much for tuning in. And say, if you like what you hear, please consider sharing this link to the show with a friend or a family member who you think might be encouraged by the inspiring and hope-filled messages that I try to put out every single week. So thank you so much for your support. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.